Well, what's up, everybody? Thanks so much for tuning in to worship with us and listen to the music and worship with what God has for us. And man, I'd have a, a great message that I have for you, something powerful, significant for every single one of us that we need to dial into God's word that he's communicating. Uh, but before we get into the sermon for today, gosh, when you look around our society and community, man, there's been so many ups and downs, right? When you look at the restrictions that have been taking place, I know certain states uh, in the South are, are lifting some restrictions, allowing people to go out into the community and restaurants. I know here in Florida, it seems like the restrictions are gonna continue. Uh, for a period of time, certainly here on the beach where we are. And so we have to continue to follow those. I just want to encourage you with that. You know, we can continue. It's been several weeks now, uh, but we're going to see this through. We're going to continue to allow God to speak to us and lead us and encourage us, even despite these difficult times. I know some people uh, don't really see it as a difficult time, that you're kind of getting into a rhythm at this point. It's been five weeks, and so you're kind of getting into a groove and you're feeling things out. And and I know I've talked to several people. They've actually enjoyed staying at home and, and feel their, their family times better and, and they're connected with each other and so man it just is crazy right to, to experience all these different things I know for me I have felt just considerable ups and downs like I'm on a roller coaster sometimes every day like I go up and down just with my emotions and my thoughts and and where things are at and where I'm connecting with people and not and it just is is amazing what what's happening and taking place and so maybe it has been a challenge for you maybe just with school and life and work and and with the uncertainty that's kind of caused some trouble inside of you um, but today we are going to focus on who God is because regardless of what's going on around us whether the economy is going well or it's not God remains the same so today we're going to focus on a powerful message focusing on who God is and so when those struggles come when we hit the brick walls of life who is God what, what do we say? How do we respond? What do we do? And so many times, you know, when I'm facing those challenges, I'll talk to people and like, what should I do? And, and sometimes we, we just, we say the simple thing. And we go, well, you need to just trust God. And I'll tell you what, that's right. And that's correct. But man, I, that is so easy to say, isn't it? Just trust God. And it's so easy for us to communicate that back when we're going through a struggle or when somebody else is going through a struggle and they share with us. And, and sometimes when somebody says that to me, I want to go, yeah, that's great, but how? Like, how in the world do we trust God in the middle of this struggle? And so that's what we're going to focus on. We're going to focus on who God is and his character and his nature. Because I want to trust God, and, and you probably do too. Like, I want to trust God more, and I want to lean into him more. But how? How in the world does this happen, you know, when we're facing the reality of being a single parent and trying to figure out work and life and bills and and be the teacher at home for our kids at school and and prov still provide you know food for for the table for for the kids to eat like i mean maybe you are struggling in your industry maybe you're a business owner and you're going how in the world am i going to continue to do payroll i i promised my employees that we would do this through this time regardless and and now i see like the numbers are not looking so good but just trust God, right? I mean, we know we're supposed to do that, but that seems easy. So how do we do that? It's one of the analogies that just kind of comes to me regarding that is uh, when, when we go in for a surgery. You know, if, if you're the one getting the surgery and you tell me, I go, oh, well, that's just a minor surgery. And, and you would look at me and go, whoa, 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 time out. Like, I'm the one having surgery. This is major surgery for me in my life. 
So that's the analogy that, that just kind of hits me, you know, regarding trusting God and who he is. Because if it's a, a major thing, then it's very real to us. So maybe some of the struggles that you're facing are all those that I shared. And maybe it's also emotional or just psychological where maybe you're struggling with some depression or feeling alone during these times. And maybe your, your, your marriage feels fragile. Uh, maybe just some of the relationships with your kids, you know, them being at home, are, maybe that's not going well. Maybe your kids are rebelling and pushing back. Maybe you feel the, the instability of the market or your job and you're not sure what's going to happen when you get to go back to work. Or maybe you're one of those people that you just have seen your retirement just begin to dissolve uh, over the last several weeks. And Man, that, that's very real. I, I've talked with so many people that are dealing with situations just like that and much more. And I know when I face struggles, sometimes I, I just kind of want to escape, right? I want to go sit in the corner and eat my leftover Easter chocolate bunny and just kind of sit there and pout and whine a little bit and, and, and then come out and hope that everything's all right. But man, I just, any time that I'm going through that, I just, I do feel worried come and settle in. I feel afraid. I, uh, and so when that happens, after I go eat my Easter bunny in the corner, and then I come back and re-engage, one of the things that I really try to do when I'm facing those struggles is I try and listen to worship music. I'll get on my, my music app. I'll turn on just worship music and put my earbuds in, and, and I'll just listen. I'll just let just that, that worship music settle in my soul and my heart and my mind and my thoughts. And just because it's focusing on God, it's, it's singing about who he is and his nature and his character. And one of the other things I try and do is just read certain Psalms because so many of them talk about God's character traits. They talk about his attributes. And that just can be so uplifting. In fact, you when you read in Psalm 9, verse 9, David writes, he said, the Lord is a shelter for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you, for you, O Lord, do not abandon those who search for you. So I want to focus on the aspect of this verse where it says, those who know your name, those who know the Lord. And so we can call on him, right? We can trust in him when we know his name, when we know his character, when we know who he is as, as a God. And so let me ask you, when, when you talk about the name of God, what do you call him? When, when, you're, when you're getting ready to pray or starting a prayer or, or, or communicating to the Lord, what do you call God? And so we actually would love to, to know this. And so what I'm asking, maybe right now, you go down to the comment section and just type in, the name that you call God. What, what do you call him? Just go ahead and type it in. There's no wrong answers. So when you're talking to God, what are some of the names that you use to describe him or the attributes? Or So what do you call God? Go ahead and go down to the comments and type in right now. What do you call God? And so thank you for doing that. Thank you for interjecting and, and commenting and connecting uh, that, that, that's so important for us to remain connected, wh whether virtually through a video or in, in our relationships, we've got to continue to remain connect connected. And so when we're talking with somebody, God or another person, what we call them reveals the closeness, or reveals the relationship that we have with that person. Let me give you some examples. What I call my, my wife reveals 
you know, some of the, the my closeness with her, what she calls me, and I'm not going to tell you what she calls me, like some of those pet names uh, that, that we have for our spouse or for other people or nicknames that we develop for our friends, right? I mean, that we'll, we'll talk, that we'll, that we'll say about, about, about our closeness. Like you may call me Pastor Aaron, and so that means that you at least know what I do for a living, and, but you probably don't call me Ski. Uh, th- that's one of my nicknames from college, and, and I stay in, in contact with several of my college buddies, and they, they still call me that. You know, decades later, they still call me that. And, and so, and then I have three people who call me dad, uh, only three that, that call me dad, and that's a special name for me. It's very important. And so, what do you call God when you talk to him, when you refer to him? What's that, that word that you use to describe him? So, you may call him the man upstairs. Uh, I know when, when Jesus was had his ministry time here on the earth, uh, one of the, the verses in scripture, it says that he called him Abba, uh, which means, li- the literal translation means dad. You know, so Jesus called his heavenly father dad. So what is it that you call God? Because what we call somebody reveals the level of intimacy and closeness of that relationship. And so through this message, I want us to continue to move forward to know God's character to know him and his name, his attributes, to know and experience his unconditional love. And so maybe, just maybe, we get to the point where we feel comfortable calling him dad as well, that level of intimacy. And I would love that for you. And so let's let's dive in. Let's, let's dig deep on, on this connection with God and, and who he is because sometimes in order to appreciate someone or something, we have to list out their attributes and really understand who they are at a deep level. So what we're going to do is we're going to list out some of his qualities, some of his names, some of his character traits, uh, some of his titles. And so uh, as you know him and know his nature and his character, we begin to trust even more. And so in order to trust his nature, we have to be closer than where we are. And so I want to encourage you, let's take a look at what the scriptures say about who God is and let's lean in to this closeness of God. So the first one that I want to touch on is God is strength. It says in Psalm 22, verse 19, O Lord, do not stay far away. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. So whenever we're not strong enough, God is the one that we should be leaning into and leaning into his strength because his strength is made perfect inside of us, inside of who we are. So we can experience God's power, his might, where that's inside of us. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can experience his presence. So even when we have this weakness in our life, we can dial in to his strength in who he is. The Apostle Paul uh, actually talked about this as well, and he was responding to the Lord in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. He says uh, Jesus is responding to Paul's need, and he says, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. And so this might be exactly where you are right now. You might be feeling the weakness. You might be feeling like you're struggling. And so, man, so many times we feel that and we can experience that. Maybe you have nothing left. And I'll tell you what, this is a very, very vulnerable place for us to be and to feel the uncertainty of the times. But if we acknowledge that we're empty, 
If we just declare that before God, then we allow our emptiness to be exposed before God and then he comes and his power intervenes and it shows our dependency upon him and us needing his strength. And so his strength will overtake our weaknesses, our weakness. And, and, and this can be difficult for us, right? Maybe you struggle with this just like I do because sometimes, you know, we get prideful and we go, oh, I'll be okay. I'll push through. I'll just grind and, and scratch and claw and I'll make my way. And, or we think we're supposed to be self-reliant where we've got to come up with our, our own answers, our own solutions, and be independent. And here's the reality. That is the exact opposite of what God wants in us. He doesn't want us to be prideful. He doesn't want us to be self-reliant and look to our own strengths and abilities. He wants us to depend upon Him and His strengths. So He wants us to expose and show and reveal our weaknesses. And oftentimes, this is contrary to who we are in our nature and but the Lord wants us to be humble. He wants, to, uh, wants us to be reliant upon Him. He wants us to look to Him for answers and solutions. He wants us to relinquish control over every area of our life so that He can show His strength in us and through us. And so that's, a, that's amazing. Hopefully you're able to grab a hold of that because God is strength. Another attribute that I want to share with you is that God is hope. And we find this in Psalm 65, verse 5. It says, You faithfully answer our prayers with awesome deeds. O God, our Savior, you are the hope of everyone on earth, even those who sail on distant seas. And so our hope is not in money. Our hope is not in the government. Our hope is not in medicines. Now, those are all great and those are wonderful, but our hope is an expectation that it will happen. And those things are all good, but those don't always work. But the Lord always works with our best interest in mind. And so our hope should be in the Lord because he knows who we are. He knows where we've been. He knows where we're going. And he has our destiny right in the palm of his hand. And so our hope should be in him. So when the economy is strong, our hope is in the Lord. When the economy is weak, our hope is in the Lord. So when we are out of work, when we're struggling in our job, when we're looking for that next job, maybe the opportunity that's coming is, is uncertain for you right now. But here's where that's where we put our hope in the Lord, because God's will always prevail. And so those who know his name put their hope in him. And so God is our strength and our hope can be in the Lord. And the third thing I want to share with you is that God is near and this is Psalm 75, verse 1. It says, we thank you, O God. We give thanks because you are near. People everywhere tell of your wonderful deeds. So anytime that we're afraid, that we're struggling, that we feel fearful, like anytime we're experiencing that, we can draw near to God. And he's there for us. He, he's there and we can in, encounter him and communicate with him. But oftentimes we don't do that, do we? We'll draw away, we'll draw away from the Lord and we'll isolate ourselves, especially if we've done something wrong. If we've done committed some type of sin in our life and we know it, gosh, those are not times when we go to God. We often withdraw and pull away from him. But the reality is, is that he is forgiving and he's loving and he's caring and he forgives us regardless of what we've done. As long as we confess that sin before him, take on humility and acknowledge that, 
His grace is sufficient and he brings that forgiveness in our life. And his love is 100%. It's unconditional. It can't be more for us. And because of that great love, he continues to pour out forgiveness in our life because he loves us so much. It says in his word that he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He will never abandon us. He's always there. And we've got to continue to hold on to that because God is near. He's always near. He can strengthen us. And he's our hope and our hope can be in him. And the fourth one I want to share is is very, very intimate. And it's that God is mine. It's where we make it personal. And this is Psalm 118 verse 28, where we can say, you are my God and I will praise you. You are my God and I will exalt you. And so let me ask you a very revealing question. Can you say that? Can you read that Psalm, that verse, and, and, and make it your own and personalize that where you say, you are mine. God, you're mine. And I know you and I'm intimate with you and I'm connected with you because I, I get the opportunity to talk to a lot of people about God. And, and a lot of people that I, that I communicate with, they will talk about God. Like they'll make reference to him about who he is in his, in his character traits. And they'll make reference to him. And, and that's happened to me in my life several times. I mean, so many times when I feel disconnected to God, I, I can talk about who he is you know, and, and sometimes it seems like I feel distant and far. And so I can describe him and I understand it. it's more intellectual than it is with this intimate connection. And oftentimes it's, you know, when I'm experiencing that sin in my life, you know, and I feel that that draw, that pull away from God and I feel far from him. It's, it's I'm the one that have disconnected from him. And so in those times, you know, I, I, I struggle with that and, and can describe who he is, but I don't feel that connection. And then just to be honest, I mean, there's times when I'm even following God that I still don't feel close, right? I, I, I think that's just the reality of, of, of us being humans and our emotions in the spiritual life. I mean, there's times when I want to be close, but I just feel alone. And maybe you deal with that as well. And, and in those times, it, we really have to be so deliberate to describe him and, 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 and to, to draw near to him and pull in to, to be able to to take him as our own personally and, and where we're able to get to this point where we say, you're my dad. You, you are the heavenly father and I love you and I praise you, but you're my dad. You're my heavenly dad. So all those things that we talked about, he is that and much more. I would encourage you to maybe read some of the Psalms and, and some of the other descriptive words and names of God and who he is. And, and the best part is that he is all those things right? But on top of all that, he desires a relationship with us, a truthful and honest, open, vulnerable relationship with us. Even him in all his perfection and all his might and splendor, he desires that connection with us. And so if you're hurting right now, I would encourage you to tell to tell God, you know, in your prayer life, just tell him where you're hurting and why and, and what you're struggling with. Maybe right now you're mad. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with, with yelling at God. Like, God, I'm so mad. I'm frustrated. And here's why. And and and, and to be able to, to have that type of closeness where we communicate. Because that's what we do with people that we know, that we trust, that we love. We're able to communicate very openly and clearly. And if right now you're uncertain, I don't think there's anything wrong with sharing with God your uncertainty of what the future holds and what it looks like. 
And so I would encourage you to do those things and much more. That's what's amazing about us having this connection with God. Or, and, and, and what's interesting is maybe you're a person and you're watching right now and, and I talk about following God or, or, or talking about him as dad or you know, talk, having a connection with him. And, and right now you know that you don't. And so in scripture, it talks about the reality that God sent his son Jesus for us. And Jesus lived a perfect life and he died on the cross and he rose again for you and I so that we could have a connection with God. Oftentimes people will say, well, I want to I be considered a child of God. The only way that we can be considered a child of God is where God adopts us into his family. And the only way that we can have that is because of his son, Jesus. There's nothing that you and I can do to earn that, to accomplish that. It's because of our faith and our belief in Jesus as God's son. And so maybe that's what you need right now. Maybe you know you don't have a connection. And so I want to encourage you, what you've got to do is get to the point where you put your faith and hope and trust in Jesus, where you turn over your life to him. And I'm going to pray right now. And I would invite you to pray along with me. Maybe you just, you know that this is you and you know you need to take this step. And so I want to encourage you, pray with me right now. Maybe you say something like, God, I know I need you. God, I'm desperate for you in my life. I realize that you sent Jesus. And Jesus, right now I put my faith in you. I believe that you're God's son. And I ask that you would forgive me. Would you please forgive me of the things that I've done wrong? I know that you are real and that you died and you rose again for me. Would you please forgive me and make me right? Would you give me a new beginning? I'm tired of trying things on my own and I turn my life over to you. I want to follow you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now that was a, a simple prayer, but gosh, when God looks at our heart, he knows who we are. And so I just want to encourage you, if you prayed that for the first time or you needed to recommit your life to Christ, if you could do us a favor uh, in the comments section, go ahead and click on the hand emoji and just to say, hey, that was me. I, I acknowledge that. Or if you want to text, I said yes. Uh, to this number below. If you could do that, we would love to connect with you because we don't want you to just be out there on your own. We want you to be able to dial in and connect with the Lord and connect with us. So raise that hand emoji or text, I said yes, to the number on the screen. But as uh, as as you do that and others, I, I want to just pray for all of us together now because I know some of us feel like we're, we're getting in a groove, but some people are still struggling just with life and, and this connection with God and with jobs. And so I want to pray just for every single one of us right now. So let's join together. And maybe if you're with somebody, maybe you join hands with them and, and you agree in prayer together. And so, Lord God, we come before you. You are mighty and strong and, and you are so significant. Lord, our hope is in you. Our faith is in you. We trust you. We know that you are ours and Lord, you are not far and distant, but you are near and close. And Lord, in this time, many of us were struggling. We have doubt and, and, and Lord, we're, we're faint of heart and, and we, have, we have significant concerns about friends and family members and jobs. And, and Lord, I pray right now that you would intervene, that you would show yourself powerful. Lord, that you would pour out provision on us in our lives. Lord, we trust in you. Father, I pray for business owners that are struggling right now. They're not sure how payroll is going to work. They're not sure if their doors are going to reopen. Lord, they're not sure if they're going to make it. Lord, small businesses, restaurants. And God, I pray that you would show yourself powerful. Lord, would you reveal, would you provide? Lord, you are miraculous and amazing. And we have, we're, we have so much uncertainty in our hearts, God, but we look towards you. We lift our eyes towards you and ask that you would intervene in a powerful way. Lord, we put all of our trust and hope in you because we know who you are. And we ask that you would show yourself faithful.
In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for watching and worshiping with us. We hope that you're doing great. We're praying for you. We're believing for miracles in your life. And we just want to connect with you. And thank you so much for worshiping. And we'll see you again soon.